Download the app. Bet big, win bigger. I've got to tell you, I really like the sound of that. And with WinBet, it's just that easy. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. So if you're from Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, or right here in Virginia, sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $5, win $400. If you're a new WinBet player, you can make your first deposit of $20 or more and become eligible for the offer after opting in. Following your first deposit, you can place a minimum $5 straight bet on any spread, over, under, or money line wager with odds of minus 120 or greater and have a chance to win $400 as a free bet credit. Come on, guys and gals. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. Download the app, bet big, and win bigger. And let's get after it. Terms and conditions apply, must be 21 or older, and present in a state where WinBet is available. Gambling problem? In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And in Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Tennessee, y'all too. 1-800-889-9789. Welcome to the Greenlight Podcast. I am Cowboy Reed. Cowboy. Mm. Today, it's a Stanford Steve extravaganza. Steve goes in-depth on Week 14's best bets and best matchups. Chris, Steve, and Macon also talk about their favorite upcoming bowl games this season. And Steve announces the highly anticipated winner of the Coughlin Award. Outside of Steve, Chris and Macon obviously talk about succession. And we do a little sports trivia and mailbag at the end. Enjoy. It's Thursday, Macon. Thursday night time machine. You hit a... I had a dong last week out of the park. A, a triple, a three-run dong. Yeah, maybe a grand slam, depending how you look at it, though. I know three points and everything. Right, you got three points, yeah. Yeah, things have tightened up. I'm only up eight to five with several weeks remaining. Yeah, it's getting You're right sweaty. back in it. It's getting sweaty. So what I'm going to let you do today is give your score first. Okay, great. Because there's a lot of tension. Why don't you set the table mathematically what has to happen? You don't even have to win out because you can hit it on the nose again. I don't want to do that again. You know, boring. 27-17 Cowboys. Good on you. Uh, listen, man, everybody knows this is a big loaded game for me. Um, we've got the Vikings uh, under nine and a half wins. That's monumental. We have uh, Thursday night time machine. So what do I do? Do I hedge? Do I, do I put all my uh, poker chips in the middle of the table? Card counter, the movie. What do I do? I'll tell you after you tell me what, what uh, you're going to do. Vikings 26, Steelers 21. Great. Good old-fashioned pick them. Okay. Good old-fashioned pick them. Big I'm, Ben I'm going, and Chris. Yeah, I'm going to put my, I'm going Stan Marsh in the wheelbarrow. I'm not going to hedge. I'm not a hedge guy. I thought you'd know that, right? So you must be feeling very good about the Vikings. Uh, yeah, I think okay. they should win. At home. I think a lot of things line up. And they tell me to bet the Vikings. I mean, this was from one of our friends here on Instagram, Jeremy Morris. The Vikings are four and two coming off a loss, and the Steelers are one and four coming off a win. And those numbers are against the spread for the season. Both things. Right. The uh, zag. 
Yeah, the but, but no and, Madison, no Thielen. You know, they're all there are reasons and to that's, pick Steelers. That's a big deal for me. It's like the red zone, and I texted Reed earlier to come up with some red zone numbers uh, for for the Vikings without uh, Adam Thielen, and they don't have to deal with that much. And they did last week, and they weren't great. And also, the Vikings made uh, St. Brown and Reynolds look like Herman Moore out there. Mm. You know what I mean? Shout out. I really feel okay about this. Tomlin's 45, 23, and 3 as a dog. So even with Dalvin Cook back, I'm just going to put. Oh, is he back? That's Probably. Good. That's yeah. good. No, okay. could, you, could you read up on the game? Well, <laughs> it's like, it's not, I'm up three with three to go, you know? Maybe you could do me a favor because of fantasy football. You scratch my back, I scratch your back. Do you want to possibly for. $200 pick the Steelers by 75 points there's still time for $200 yeah for $200 Waffle House. $200 nah I'm good okay I will do it for $3,200 <laughs> what oh dude come on I'm I'm going to make money in the Waffle House, son. I'm, I'm going to make money this year in the Waffle House. I'm going to be setting up shop. Good luck to you, sir. Congratulations on playing clean, not accepting a bribe. That was a test. I wasn't really offering that. I wasn't really going to take 3200 <laughs> I like your pick better than mine. Najee, Deontay Johnson down the sideline. Yeah, Friar Muth. Friar Muth. Yeah. At targets of all shapes and sizes. That's right. Chula Vista, California. Hello! How was that? You know, maybe I am good at something. No you're, offense. Yeah, no, you're really good. You're really good at the co-hosty things, dude. Thanks, yeah. It'd be great if you did them more often. I, I still think the hello thing's a little hokey, but... Um, dude, people love the hello thing. Everybody's sitting at home like... Just fingers when's crossed. When's it going to be me? Yeah. You know, when's it going to be... The whole state of Maryland still Plano, waiting. Plano, Texas. Mm-hmm. When's it going to be... Honolulu, Hawaii. I'm using a randomizer. We're going automated on this thing. That's this like steroids. Might take your job. Wow, a <laughs> robot. Take, yeah. Jeez, the robots are fucking now, dude. Did you hear this? I did not. Used to be a calendar year ago, guys had sex robots. Now robots are like, no thanks. I need the real thing. And <laughs> they're reproducing, dude. They're robots reproducing. Oh, God. What? Hello. What's that? A robot saying hello. Yeah, but I'm not talking about a laptop, you know, fucking robot. I'm talking about the the bipedal ones. There was a video a couple weeks ago. Robot was given facial expressions. And then I hear that there's a uh, a robot embryo. Yeah, it's called a Xenobot. It's an AI design bot that can do biological self-replication. Meaning, fucking itself and then making Hello. another robot. I don't know if it fucks itself, but it creates robots from itself, yeah. It sounds like a robot factory. 
Why not just Sense. build a robot factory? What's the point? Oh, hold on a second, mate. Sorry. What's the point of? <laughs> what's the point of making a robot that can reproduce if you just you could build a robot factory? It'd be a lot safer. I have no retort. Yeah, I agree. Robot factory. Oh. Sense. Sense. Okay, I don't know where this is going with the robots. Sense. Yeah, the robot wants sex. I acknowledge what you're doing. Anyways, it's freaking me out. Hey, layup line today. <laughs> Immigrant song by Led Zeppelin. You know that one. I actually do. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Applause uh, soundboard noise. I, I would need that soundboard read at some point. We got to look into soundboards here. Yes. Um, we need to be able to hit a button. We would have so much fun, like one of those radio guys. Sex. <laughs> that one was funny. <laughs> Thank you. Anyways, I'm trying to fade the Vikings. Songs about Vikings or songs about imperialism, depending on how you look at it. But I'm thinking if I put this one out into the atmosphere, uh, then maybe the Vikings will be uh, jinxed and uh, it'll work. So this is an entire open dedicated to the Vikings. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It's your turn to take the, uh, the baton here. Okay. How do you mean? Just talk about something, dude. Sure. I'm down okay. with the booster. This is my flu game. I had a booster shot. Moderna. I do it say say it that You away. said it that way? Uh-huh. Okay. I had a Moderna booster yesterday. Rolled up to the big lots in Albemarle County. If you haven't had your booster and you're considering boosters, not a conspiracy theorist, go check it out. The only downside is Bill Gates is following me. I told you Bill Gates, like the minute I got the booster, it was like uh, somebody was tracking me. Now, the other downside is body aches, brain fog, a little bit of fatigue, but no fever. I'm feeling good, but I'm going to call this my flu game nonetheless. This has been a challenge today getting here. I can attest to that as well. Some some scheduling. um, Blunders. Maybe miscoms. Yeah. Yeah. I had it last week. um, Sweats, shivering, but only overnight. Ship shape by the next day. What snapped me out of it, you might remember, is, is podcasting. I felt good midway through the podcast. Yeah, well, th- hopefully uh, this will well. kick in at some point. You're not the only one going through something. What are you going through, buddy? No dessert December. Yeah. Trademarked. So thanks for thanks to everyone who gave me suggestions on what to eat if hungry between the hours of 8 and 11 or Yeah, you were like, I'm trying to lay off the sugar, and 15 people were like, how about sugar cookies? Basically, yeah. (laughs) It's like people do not read on that website. Hey, here's some uh, low sugar items for you. No, but I did go with a a sugary fallback, which was a banana with a little almond butter, all right? Now, I've I've heard the words glycemic index, so do with that what you will. Way better than all the almond shortbreads and uh, black Cadillac cookies and um ben and jerry yeah, yeah. i'm not trying to slander bananas i'm just saying let that be your guide at okay 10 p.m here's the deal oh uh, yeah we are on december the 9th it's been a breeze i've had to go to the banana and almond butter uh two out of eight nights yeah. and the other six i just haven't i haven't craved dessert i haven't wanted it it's easy fans write us and tell us if you want this segment every week and actually <laughs> i think i've been more sluggish this week <laughs> I might have to go back to the sugar. Yeah, you're coming down off of a drug. Dude. Oh, I'm coming down. Yeah, coming down off a drug. You want to get really serious? Quit, quit sugar and coffee. Ah, uh, <laughs> really serious about what though? Like really I, I about love living a coffee. Long time. Coffee kills, man. 
Yeah, but I love it. And the dessert, I don't, I don't know that I'll, I'll go back every now and again, maybe after this little experiment. We had two mice in the house. Tell me about them. I saw one scurrying, Chris, and I hopped up onto the couch and like you started jumped, yelling at you it. You jumped away from a mouse? Not away. I would just, well, I guess away and in a way. But no, it was scurrying, and so I started yelling at it. The dog was no help, and uh, we, we put down traps, the um, have a heart traps where you just trap the thing, and then it, you can set it free. And then I heard it one night. I heard it trapped, and I was like, oh, dear, what do I do? Because uh, I'm very, I'm a humane person, even when it comes to mice. You know, I'm... I'm put it outside. Uh, but then you have to grab the thing with the mouse in it, and like it probably has like teeth and like a tail, and it's hairy and, and nasty. Just open the gate. Just put it on your front porch. Open the gate. See, I've never done this before. So what I did was, uh, wife alert, I went to sleep. And then in the morning, I was like, did, <laughs> it's like, did we get one? Is there a mouse? And my lovely wife, Kate, was like, yeah, I, uh, I, I drove I it away this move. morning what and a move. let it out. What a move. And I was like, oh, thanks so much for doing that. That's great that the mouse is gone. She'll never know. About, <laughs> we'll see. About two days later, uh mouse droppings and so we set the trap back up well my lovely stepmother meredith comes over and uh though i already knew a mouse was in there i, I opened the door i was like oh mouse and she was like yeah you should take it outside take it out and i was like mm, <clears throat> i'm really scared and i wouldn't know what to do and so uh she took it out so apparently a very simple chore not difficult you're like a coach with a great staff thanks like legitimately like you're one of these ride around coaches you got your dad taking care of burglars for you you got your wife and your stepmother taking care of mice for you nobody's working on your hot tub still looks the same like maybe hire a guy a hot tub guy because that shit looks pitiful down there hey you said it there's algae growing on that sucker. Oh, but inside it's okay. No, it's Maybe ship we'll shape. Meet up for a tub. That, yeah. Do you want to? I'd love. It's to. that time of year. It is. It's tub time. Okay. Maybe tonight. Not right now, dude. I feel like ass. Hey, we got Stanford Steve for you, and it's a bummer because uh, Steve's gonna. Well, it's, it's not a bummer because Steve's gonna make my life awesome on Sunday nights. We'll still have Doctor Facts, and Steve and I will get together uh, and talk about probably a couple of the premier games every week. And that means Steve will not be doing Fridays anymore uh, the rest of the season. Yeah, it stinks. It does stink for you, but there's a way. Prance on in here on Sunday prance. night. Prance. Is that what I do? <laughs> I prance? <laughs> I don't prance, but you look, yeah. Prance. You're a little prancing. No, I'm a walker. Yeah. I walk with yeah. a purpose. Yeah. Hey, this, uh, I'm not going to, you're going to sound fine. And there's no wrong answer, okay? Go ahead. You ready? Uh-huh. Is Kendall dead or alive kindle yeah like reading on a on nope. a, a fictional character named kindle people will know what you're what you're talking about it's all the rage just say dead or alive you can't be wrong we don't know probably dead okay i like that take i think it's a no good take. you know how long is have we been wondering about this this kindle a week since like sunday how many night. episodes one since sunday night okay yeah, 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 yeah. Kendall's alive, actually. Okay, because yeah. the finale is this coming Sunday. Yeah, alive. You think he's alive? Alive. Is there going to be another season or is this the... There will be another season. Fuck, they could cliffhang you. I think the show's so good that they can they can move on from a character it's Sylvester like Stallone, yeah. What, what show is it? Succession. Oh, Succession. What the fuck are they talking about now on that show? It's all they do is... We have a podcast. 
He's on the record, alive. Kendall alive. I think he's alive. Okay. I did read that the mom's dead. She's getting married, actually, oh, this Sunday. good for her. Caroline Collingwood. Good for her. She's marrying Peter Bunyan. All right, so let's talk to Steve. Hey, here's a way to give back this holiday season. We're raising money for our new education initiative, EdZone, and one lucky fan is going to win a chance to bring me into the classroom of their choice. For every $25 donated before midnight on December 17th, you enter to win a chance for a virtual visit to your kid's school, your alma mater, or maybe just the school in your neighborhood. I'll keep it clean, not like this podcast. Help us help students in need this year, and I hope to see your classroom soon. For information and to donate, visit chrislongfoundation.org. Steve! Thursday, Steve. We got Sunday, Steve, coming up. Make are you bummed? Yeah, Steve. This is goodbye for you and me. We had a production meeting yesterday. I said um, we can't move Steve off Fridays because best part of the product is is Steve and Macon. Well, I, I was muted. All right, so Steve, he's bummed that he's saying goodbye to you because you're moving to Sunday nights, and with college football ending, we're going to find guests every week that fit the Thursday mm-hmm. or the Friday show. Sunday, Steve makes my job easy. I mean, it's just two dudes talking ball. Steve, Macon says that he misses you already and that this is goodbye. Is there any solution you can think of where he might see you again? Well, he already guaranteed me his in-laws floor seats for the Duke-Virginia game. Okay, so we're going to see you then in February. Seeing how that's going to go, those... Was that before or after the second quarter FaceTime? Because uh, I don't know if I can... You know what else I forgot about that night was the tweet you sent about me and Rosillo, and that was right before you tried calling Uber. <laughs> I regretted that we to such a degree that I deleted it. I waited like two days. It got a ton what of likes, and then I deleted it. What was your tweet at it 2 was dumb. I'm surprised you could type. It was so drunk. It was dumb. It was like... What did he look like trying to get into an Uber? I handed him off to you once he once he walked out. He the called Uber. He didn't like call an Uber. <laughs> he tr- he, he tried I have not seen Uber. somebody calling Uber like it was Sorry. yellow cab in ever. In ever, <laughs> dude. Customer service. <laughs> Customer service. Chris. I'm sitting next to him in the booth and he does this. <laughs> well, I don't even know what that means. What is that? He's just just confused calling uber inside the bar like hey they could hear you I can't call uber that's <laughs> then, what that's what getting getting beat by tech a bajillion times breaks your brain okay so steve there's a there's a report out that we're gonna hire tony elliott this is tuesday or this, what day is it <laughs> it is uh thursday uh, chalk that up to the booster shot okay it's thursday <laughs> afternoon maybe we get him maybe we don't i don't know but if we don't get tony elliott who do you like uh for the virginia job I would say Jeff Grimes, but I know he previously had to stop at BYU, and the people in Charlottesville are probably not <laughs> looking forward to another person that spent time in Provo. Is that fair? Yeah. Well, I mean, I enjoyed the a, folks from Provo. I enjoyed them, but I mean, you know how these these hires go; they I, often go the opposite, like, right? Yeah. Probably got a zag. Exactly. So yeah. I, I think he was my vote for the Broyles Award top assistant. Um, I think he's phenomenal. Uh, and what he's done at BYU and then coming to Baylor. And I mean, Baylor won two games last year. Now they won a big 12 title. I know Dave Aran is the head coach, but I, I love Grimes. Uh, what he, I mean, they did with his backup quarterback. Like that, that just tells me the guy could coach you know, pre, from, uh, you know, adding on to previous okay. stuff. So that would be my guy. So if you're a Virginia fan Wednesday morning and something happens, I don't know, there's a report out. <laughs> 
I don't know what to expect. Wednesday anymore. morning? Are we back to Tuesday <laughs> already? <laughs> like, forgot what day it is again. Good Jesus. Lord. It's COVID brain. They injected me with COVID. Well, that's not true. They injected me with half a dose of the second Moderna shot, and it's wrecking my brain. Bill Gates is following me outside as soon as I got the jab. It'll He's always outside be my Tuesday. window. Yeah, it's, it's perpetually Tuesday. These are the side effects of uh, getting the COVID booster. Um, all right, so Army-Navy, let's fucking talk about our servicemen and women. How about we do that and some football? Absolutely. You're going, I'm, Steve. I'm fired up to go see some people I haven't seen in a while. It's going to be good that way. Uh, I went a bunch of years in a row right when I got out of college. The year after, or I should say the year of 9-11, the game was in Philly, and it's still one of the best events I ever went to. The stadium was absolutely incredible. Um, the emotion involved, uh, it's just, it, it's got everything you want. So I'm, I'm, I'm really fired up. I think it's 15 years in a row. The under has come in. I'm willing to take a shot in the over here. There is 80% wow. chance of rain, but that doesn't matter with army Navy. I think both teams have shown capability this year. Uh, Navy is not, you know, as, has been on the downward tick and army has gone up since, you know, they hired Munkin, but you know, Throw the records out. Uh, I'm on the underdog. I'll take Navy and I'll take the over. Shout out to my buddy Jason Van Camp, Green Beret. He was nice enough to offer us to come up there, but we had a conflict. We're coming next year. We're the whole green light contingency, Jason. If the right. if the setup still stands, uh, dude. When you go in there, what's the craziest visual thing about that game to you? Is it just everybody being in the same outfit? Just the is yeah. it the rain? Is like what's your association with it visually? Because I think it's one of Bevel Conway probably for the entire year. Almost. For me. We're not pandering yeah. to the troops. We love this scene. Well, the sorry, I don't know my aircraft terms and everything, but the silence over the stadium before they fly over because you can't hear them obviously, yeah. and then when when they get over and you hear and it's just the roar from that takes over everything. And, you know, back in 01, uh, President Bush came out and, and did the coin toss. And it was, I mean, it was incredible. Uh, just the raw emotion you have and knowing what these guys are doing and knowing how they come together when they need to, but that they absolutely hate each other on this. It's day. a real thing. I'm like, it's, it's, it's just incredible. You know, I was fortunate enough when I was younger in Little League and stuff like that, we used to take trips up. Uh, all-star teams to go play at West Point and we would play against all their, you know, sons um, in baseball and basketball. And it really hit me like the hatred, like the rivalry, like we did a tour and like in the pool at Army, the bottom of the pool says beat Navy. Like it's just, yeah, like it's just, it's, it's awesome. The way, I mean, it's so simple, beat Army, go Navy, you know, the other way around. So it's, it's great. And I'm fired up to be able to go back to it. Uh, my brother and my nephews will be there, so it'll be a really good time. Damn, I'm jealous as hell. And by the way, uh, Navy leads the all-time series 61-53-7, and, uh, and Navy uh, is not great offensively this no. year at all. So Navy uniforms, on the other hand, Cheeks. Great. Cheeks. I like them. Look at these Army. I, uh, think, Ar- okay. I like the Army. Armies, Armies are, be- are fantastic. Army's a better uniform, but in the dock here, we had these beautiful new like Capcom-looking Street Fighter shoulder stripe. Yeah, that looks uh, like a movie uniform to me. And it might look good on TV, and I think what it, what's this is what the Patriots uniforms could look like if they were Ooh. good. I, I don't know about the helmet. Captain America helmet. No, the helmet is, uh, it's like, it kind of looks like, uh, what is it called when they spray paint art? Airbrush. It looks airbrushed. Oh. The, the fighter jet looks airbrushed. From a distance, I don't know 
that um that it's gonna look great hey college football playoff preview here man that's that's why you're here that's why they pay you the big bucks you know college football and you mm-hmm. and you're a big cincy fan both you guys actually are big cincy fans i'm wondering if cincy can actually beat bama sure they can um can they've they shown bama? the capability all year here's the deal chris uh and this is why i'm really happy for these matchups okay for all week, I've heard from Big Ten people talk about, oh, the SEC got two teams in it again. The SEC did this again. The SEC did this again. I'm done with it, all right? The Big Ten, whatever, what better opportunity can you have? You have your best team against their second best team. Beat them. That's the only way you're going to get respect. Just go beat them. I don't understand what more you can ask for. You have your best team against their second best team. Line up and go beat them. Um, and then for the Cincinnati people, the underdogs, the the group of five people, you cried all this time saying everything was rigged. It's proven it's not rigged. You got in. Now prove you belong. That's what it comes down to me, and that's why I'm really fired up to these for these opportunities, the chances, and I think both underdogs are both capable in in their own way. And that's why I'm fired up to see it. It's enough, enough about talking. Let's see it on the field. You know they're not going to stop just because you, you guys said that. I mean, I, I, I. what about ACC people that are just disgusted to see Georgia and Bama in another college football well, playoff championship? I mean, we they're fans, you know? Like, they're just fans that are down the middle on the whole thing. They want to see a good, clean ball game. I don't want to see the game I just saw, not in the championship. Is that a weird thing to you, or are you, like, into that? I, my thing is beat them. Beat them. Beat them. What about for your Georgia? AC, your, AC, your ACC champion got beat, almost lost to Tennessee. We're not identifying as ACC people right now. We don't care about the uh, the ACC at all. I'm just a fan, okay. and I would have rather have seen that in the first round. Get it out of the way and give I'm me somebody with, else in, in the national championship. I'm with you. I voted Michigan one. Yeah. Uh, okay. I had Michigan one yeah. and the two SECs, uh, two and three. But, you know, it's, it's not going to happen that way. How about Michigan? Do they, do they like learn anything from watching Georgia. I don't want to say get exposed because, I mean, it's not an exposure thing. It's just they just got their ass kicked. Do they learn anything that they can apply to that matchup with them? I don't want to say they play into Georgia's hands, but it's a better matchup for Georgia. Got it. Because Michigan, we know what they like to do. They want to run the football, but they're not really a zone team, Chris. Yeah. They don't run the ball with zone. And when I look at what Alabama did, Alabama didn't really RPO. They sped things up and just let Bryce Young get the ball and throw. And that's what I think caused Georgia's timing to be way off. I I was still puzzled why they kept sending pressure when they weren't getting home and guys were wide open in the secondary. What I would, I would have thought like maybe give your guys some help on the back end and count count on your talent to win one-on-one matchups up front. They didn't do that either. Um, Jordan Davis did not play well. Uh, I thought Alabama did a really Really good job of play calling. You saw how the bunches formation totally screwed it up. Um, there's clips out there of you know the runner in cover two jumping a shallow cross in the first touchdown. That's why Jamison Williams is wide open. How you leave him wide open, I don't know. I would have priority on him. Uh, but getting back to Michigan, they're more, I don't want to say a power team, but more you know their gap runs. Yeah. And I don't know if that's going to be able to hold up against Georgia. Can you be effective? Yes. Can you be effective enough to, to to be able to run play action? That's the key. Yeah. Because I think Michigan's best passes come off play action, but you know that. Like defenses aren't going to respect play action uh when you can't run the ball. Right. So 
Um, Michigan's plenty capable. I'm fired up to see their defense against Georgia because that's the question I have with Georgia. Uh, going back and forth with SEC people all week, I felt like I wanted to see JT Daniels in the second half because it's pretty evident now if you play Bama again, you're going to have to outscore them. And I don't know if Stetson Bennett is capable enough. Mm. I wanted to see more from the wide receivers on the edge, but that's that's what I the way I look at it. Can they win this game and the next game with Stetson Bennett? I'm not sure they can, but it doesn't look like we're going to see JT Daniels if we didn't see him in the second half. Right. If it is Alabama-Georgia again, mm-hmm. where would you set that line? I've seen minus one posted already. Wow. Georgia favored. So yeah. there's no way that's going to end up like that. I could probably see Alabama minus three. Wow. Hmm. How about bowl games? Is there one that you're, a couple you're really excited about this year? I haven't even honestly looked. I'm going to peel behind the, Fenway peek bowl. Behind the curtain here. Yeah, There's you don't Fenway have bowl. tickets for the Fenway Bowl? Well, you know, I'd love to go sit on top of the Green Monster and then jump off. <laughs> <laughs> like Ted? Didn't Ted do that in the movie? <laughs> maybe he did. Yeah, like Ted. I think, I think he maybe did. he did. Ooh, NC State, UCLA. That looks fun. Holiday Bowl. Holiday Bowl is one of my personal favorite bowls. You don't often see ACC uh, in that bad boy. Yeah, that's a new uh, partnership you got there. What do you think uh, about that well, matchup? Let's start with uh, with that ballgum. That's a really – I'm actually fired up for the matchups. I think we got a lot of intrigue. Here's the deal, though, Chris. Yeah. Is I used to love, as soon as the lines came out, jump on games, right? Hey, I like this team. I like this offense against this defense. I think this – you know, position group has an advantage. You can't do that anymore. Right. Um, we see every day guys opt out. And I saw the Arkansas all SEC receiver trailing Burks opt out. He's he's first team all SEC receiver. He's the best offensive player on Arkansas. They're an underdog to Penn State. I had that circled and now I don't know what to think with a team who doesn't have their best offensive player. Uh things are gonna be a little bit different. Um the one I did jump out and grab was uh, Tennessee opened up as an underdog, and, and that's against Purdue. It was three points. Uh, Purdue was favored by three. And in my mind, I thought Carlaptis, the defensive end for Purdue, and David Bell, the wide receiver, those guys are first-team All-American candidates. I'm not sure what the – it might be the Nashville Bowl, I think. Uh, Music City may be right. It's not the biggest game, and I thought those guys might opt out. So I grabbed Tennessee, and those guys, uh, Coach Brown said they're going they're going to further their pro career, which tells me they're not going to play in the bowl game. And now Tennessee is favored by three. So I felt a little smart doing that. Um, but guys are just, you know, they're dropping out uh, game by game. You know, there's a lot of talk about Pickett uh, not playing for Pitt, which would really suck. I think me. the line moved. Um, I think the line moved. Yeah. I think the line moved in Michigan State are now favorites. And, and I don't – I mean, I'm – you know, we played at State, like we played to go to a bowl game. Like that was our whole focus of the season. And I mean, I still remember my sophomore year. We go up to Wazoo and play Ryan Leaf, his Heisman year, and that was the game to clinch us a five and six season. That gave us our sixth loss. And I still remember all the scene. You know, there's tears and Ryan Leaf striking the Heisman in the end zone, and our buses are pulling out, and it was it was an awful, awful scene. And I just – that's what I think about. Like, some of the best times I ever had in college were at the bowl game. Um, yeah, and I can, those time, I can I mean, definitely agree with that. You know, like, it's just – you have, you know, you're getting per diem, you're getting gear, you got your swag, you're, you're good. Your Here's your Walkman. You. <laughs> Here's your Walkman. Uh, I actually used my per diem. I didn't spend 
at the Rose Bowl to buy my first cell phone. That's what I did. Wow. Uh, when I got home. 2000. Yep. What kind of cell phone was it, Steve? Sprint. Sprint because they had the national minutes, wherever, whenever minutes. Yeah. They didn't have the low. And I was always calling people back home in Connecticut. So I went Sprint with the first show. Remember when we were waiting for like nighttime and weekends to call people? Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. Steve was was definitely calling people back in Connecticut from a payphone. Do they have payphones in Palo Alto? Bro, there used to be a line on the one payphone in our dorm during camp. It would be a line out the door. Oh, my God. To call your little shorties or whatever you had to call back in the oh day. Oh my god! Uh, we used to not have unlimited text messaging. You were We'd calling have to girlfriends on payphones. Yeah, man, absolutely. You, I feel like, it, bro, you want to talk about? Guys I don't picture heated? you in in one of these ni- '80s football movies, but that's what everybody was doing in these '80s football movies. There was a big technological ledge working backwards before we we got to college. I mean, the car phones, payphones, the whole thing. Steve, that's crazy, bro. Like. Heated, heated, like pounding on the door, like because Kurt, we it was up against curfew. We probably had like an hour. It's like, all right, you got five, you got ten, like make it quick, make it quick. Yeah, and you know maybe this, some guys had more than one girl to call. Damn, dude, <laughs> <laughs> not Stanford guys, maybe. Well, no, Stanford guys, maybe too. How about Houston and Auburn? Give me that one. What What do you think about Ooh. that that ball game there? Uh, to me. Auburn obviously ended the season on a, on a down note, and I don't know what their situation is. Uh, I mean, their head coach has been rumored for a ton of jobs, even though he's only been at Auburn. I, I don't buy any of it, but, you know, he's a Boise guy. Uh, the Washington job was open. He was rumored there. The Oregon job, job is open now. He's rumored there. I don't think any of it's going to happen. Um, I, they, he did uh, let go his offensive coordinator. Uh, and that's the other thing, these coaching changes. Like, I was really happy to see Joe Moorhead, um, the Oregon offense corner, say, you know what, I'll hang around and I'll coach the team because Crystal Ball went to Miami. Right. Uh, and, and and Moorhead took the job at Akron. So, it's it, I'm telling you, you got to be careful. you got to read these beat writers. I mean, these guys, I mean, of all the bad that's on Twitter, that's the stuff that I look for is, is going and following these beat guys. Beat writers. To get yeah. information, man. Yeah. you got to get the information. So, uh, I, I – I don't know how, you know, and then the other thing is motivation. How motivated is Auburn? I would think they're going to be pretty darn motivated seeing how they have a chance to get better for next year. They're, they're favored in their bowl game and they got to be pretty pissed off at how they, they ended the season. Um, And then you have Houston coming in with coach Holgerson. will be, you know, slinging it all around the place. So that's, that's another great matchup. I would probably lean uh, Houston because I think they're pretty capable offensively. I hadn't even looked the line in the we are favored in the Boston Bowl, Fenway Bowl, sorry. By how many? A point. Hmm. Yeah, that's pretty wild. You didn't answer well, I didn't ask you directly, but if Kenny Pickett's sitting, as you alluded to, and the line move, that might tell you maybe that's the case. Would you bet Michigan State as it is? I like Michigan State before. I like if he if he plays, I like Michigan State. Talk about a go. team that season went sour real quick at the end. I mean, they got embarrassed by Ohio State. They got up off the deck, beat Penn State in the snow. Uh, but I got to feel they got to be pretty mad about how it ended. Uh, Walker not getting invited to the Heisman. I think Michigan State's going to be pretty motivated. Narduzzi used to be the defensive coordinator at Michigan State, but that was when D'Antonio was the head coach. So people trying to tie that line. It's not really you know, calling to Narduzzi bowl. I don't, I don't really buy that. Um, but I, I, I think it's a high-level game. Uh, yeah. Both offices are really capable. We know Penn State struggles in the passing game. That's why I want to – like, if you're Pickett, 
and you are got a chance to be the first quarterback taken, and you have a chance to play the worst pass defense in a bowl game, indoors, on turf, why – I don't know, because if he torches them for 400 yards, I feel like with these quarterbacks, it's pretty much all about the agents, and it's all about like who they kind of preordain, and it's kind of slated this far in the year. Now, a bowl game could make a difference, but I feel like even if he torches them, the risk maybe of turning his ankle fake sliding or something is higher. True. And I actually, just, yeah, he doesn't want people to take his fucking head off after what he did last week. He fake slid, and if yeah, he's, he you know, if I'm Kenny Pickett, I might say, see you later. I don't know. It's, it's three more weeks of <laughs> trying to help your first step on a 40 really going to help a quarterback? Like, I don't care. No, about it's more the time. risk. It's more the risk, uh, you know, aversion, right? Okay. I mean, it's more, hey, there's a one in a hundred chance that... I'm going to be sitting for a year because something catastrophic happens. All right, guys, one bowl game that you would decline the invite to based on the location or the uh, putting you on the spot here. The gear you'd get. Fenway Bowl. You're a motherfucker, aren't you? (laughs) They're playing in a a cool baseball stadium. I love Fenway. I'll tell you which one I'm, I'm taking. Yeah. You can offer me a New Year's Six, and instead I'm going to the Myrtle Beach Bowl. Oh, hell yeah, Presented dude. by Tax Act. Get a timeshare. ODU in Tulsa. Yeah, hell yeah. Going there in a heartbeat. I'll tell you where I'm not going to go, the Duke's Mayo Bowl. Mm. Bobby Wagner mm. said it best. Uh, whatever he said negatively about mayo, that's it was said best. Uh, fuck mayonnaise, and I would never go there. What do you get there? Like, What do they give you at the Duke's Mayo Bowl? It can't just be mayonnaise. I think it's pretty nice stuff. That's formerly Belk Bowl, Tire Bowl, all that good stuff. I think you're getting like the we used PS5s to, we nobody used to can get. We populate the Tire thing. Bowl. We were like uh, around 2000 Charlotte. We uh, were there in high school. VIPs. Yeah, we went up to the, the Continental Charlotte Tire Bowl. VIP. We went down. Well, we were literally, we weren't VIPs. That was the problem. I went down to the Charlotte uh, Bowl there and walked into a, uh, I was underage, walked into oh. a, uh, yeah, walked into Uptown Cabaret, does that sound right? It does. Oh. <laughs> and uh, and I ran into um, somebody at my uh, a faculty member. An administrator. At my yeah, a faculty member oh. at my school, dude. At my high school. Yeah, so we didn't get in the, the VIP area. In that, in that, but, but Virginia football was VIP back then. Uh, any other bowl game you'd want to hit before we move to the NFL? Steve. Sunday, Steve. Bahama. Ooh. Or Hawaii. Yeah, Bahama and the... If you're a coach, unless you really don't give a fuck about the results of your, your your bowl game, like you do not want your team going to the Bahama or the Hawaii Bowl. No, I like how no we, we're, we're we're singularizing Bahamas. Well, he. Yeah. I mean, is it the Bahama? Is it Bahama or Bahamas? Bahamas. I know it is on the map, but I. He, Bahamas. Yeah, how about the Gasparilla but it's Tommy Bowl? Bahama, right? That's right. Tommy That's Bahamas. right. Oh, I can see where you could have gotten confused there. Confused. Maybe Tommy yeah. Bahamas, uh, the the sponsor. The Tommy Bahama Bahamas Bowl. Yep, that there's they didn't op- name there's the an opportunity Bahamas there. after Tommy. I was thinking it's they unclear. Might have, it's unclear. Don't hey, ask. Is that. your brother's first name Stanford too? It is not. Okay. NFL games this weekend, man. I I, I got a few scheduled Ooh. here. Ravens Browns. You love the AFC North stuff. Uh, I do. <sighs> as I much really as I do. Take so Cleveland. Yeah, you want to take Cleveland? I kind of. Want to I take can't. Cleveland too, but it's so hard. I can't. What do you think has to happen in that ball game for Cleveland to come up with a win? And first time since '91, a team has had uh, one opponent on either side of the bye. It's incredible. It's weird, dude. 
Uh, I went to the game two weeks ago in Baltimore. Uh, it was the first. I, it, everybody around Cleveland was talking about the most healthy they've been all year. They lose Conklin. I think it was a second series to a knee. He's done. Um, I still think they have to run the football against the Ravens. Like Now Humphrey's out. I think they're going to try and compensate for that on the back end. We know Cleveland doesn't have any game breakers in the past game. I think they got to do off a of bye week. We know Baker's not 100. You got to be able to run the football. And I, I, I think that, I mean, it's right there for the taking. The, the whole, I mean, with all the games left against each other, um, I expect an A, an A effort out of Cleveland, but I just don't trust them. See, if um, I, yeah, I, I don't trust them either because, I mean, I know Baltimore loaded the box a good bit last week and say, hey, Baker's got to yeah. beat us. They manned up on the outside and like, Listen, if Baker's going to win this game, he's going to have to win some of those one-on-one matchups. These guys are mm-hmm. physical in your face. And honestly, Humphrey being out, he hasn't looked awesome all year. I mean, he's looked a little no. dinged up. So I, I don't know who's behind him, but um, when you get those shots on the edges, you have to you have to maximize them. And that includes sometimes do one of these underthrown PI balls if you're, if you're Baker. Like the, this is the kind of game where you just need one or two of those big shots but you have yeah. to have the run game so you can turn your back to the defense for a second and take these shots. I also would expect, I mean, those three tight ends they got in Joku, uh, Hooper, and Bryant, I think those guys are going to have big days. Uh, I think they got to get, I mean, Bryant's a tough matchup. Uh, so I, I, I like I like Cleveland. I'm, no. All right, I'm taking them. No, I'm okay, you just talked yourself into Cleveland. And let me tell you something. Yes. Lamar played as, as bad as he humanly possibly could have played that Sunday night. You were there in person to see it. Uh, he underthrew a pick to Andrews. He rifled a ball in the middle of the field that he probably should have took something off. He just said fuck it and threw one to Delphi. And then and then the last one was maybe miscommunication with with Mark Andrews. So mm-hmm. they ran the gamut of like this is the type of interception we can throw today. And so I just bank on him being better. Although he has gotten his top knocked off the past couple games. He was sacked like seven times last week. He has to beat the blitz. That's it. He didn't do yeah. that the last time they played. I'll take the Ravens, but I'm not going to give that out. I do like the I Cleveland love- Browns. Najoku on okay. the COVID list, by the way, Steve. Oh, and and Bryant has a thing. Bryant has a high ankle, so they're both questionable. Ooh, not necessarily okay. Ooh, out. Maybe more reason to take. I- well, I'd love to know what first half unders are in Ravens games because it feels like every game goes under in the first half. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, you don't it's get crazy. that. You don't get that oh shit feeling a lot when you bet the under in Baltimore. It's usually <laughs> like uh, you, it lulls you to sleep, and then there's a back door over or something like that. Uh, mm-hmm. How about Cowboys uh, and football <sighs> team? Because this one really intrigues me here. I, I'll tell you what I think it's all about for Dallas. I think it's about getting well on uh, on really. On the defensive front, you know, like stopping the run. You know, Washington's mm-hmm. been pretty good running the ball, but that O-line is kind of patchwork. Uh, and then on the other side of things, like Washington's secondary is not that great, and Dak has not yeah. looked right. This is his best opportunity to turn the corner going into the last month of the season as he's going to have. And sometimes you really need those games, so they have to take advantage of that and stop the run, which they haven't done well, and they have to take advantage of the back end for Washington. Uh, I actually like the Cowboys here. In some places it's up to four and a half. Um, I look at the last time Dallas was favored by four and a half on the road. It was the worst beat of the year. It was the Patriots game. Um, mm. But Kendrick Washington's Warren. done a great job of getting the lead and then just mucking things up. They've done a great job of ball control and keeping the ball away from the other offense. I wonder about Dak here. Um, I saw, I believe, earlier in the week, uh, Zeke and uh, Pollard didn't practice. They really need those guys, even though Zeke doesn't look 100 to me. Um, 
I would actually try and get Pollard the ball more. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I, I still think Dallas is as talented a team as there is. I really do. They got Dex back on the D-line. I would lean Dallas here uh, if I had to take something. Um, it's going to be a home game for them, and God only knows what the surface will be like in that stadium, knowing how bad it's been. Uh, but I, I, I lean Dallas in that game. Dude's falling down. Big plays by the sure. Cowboys. C.D. Lamb, whoever they put on him, uh, that's going to be a matchup to watch. They didn't really target him effectively last week. I think they were like uh, like 13 targets, seven connections. That's not very good. They'll be better. Give me the Cowboys. I'm not going to necessarily give it out yet. I'll say that after all these breakdowns. Niners, Bengals. That's a fun one to me. I mean, like yeah. because since he's got their back against the wall, the Niners have their backs against the wall as well. Uh, and mm-hmm. Joe Burrow, you want to see how he looks with that pinky. Uh, this is a big spot, dude. This is like one of the the most intense games you'll see this weekend. No doubt. Uh, no doubt about it. I really I like the over because I like the matchup for both offenses. I sent you the text about the, uh, the um, San Francisco O-line against the Cincinnati D-line, which is going to be awesome. You, you know, those guys don't switch sides, so we got some really good matchups mm-hmm. uh, that way. But I, I just I need to see Burrow. I need to see how he's throwing the football. Um, it looks like it's going to be good weather. Uh, I think uh, San Francisco will be confident they can run the ball. They still got to be sick. They blew that game last week. Uh, it was awesome to see Kittle back at, at 100%, just dominating the game in only the way he can. Uh, he's the funnest player to me to watch in the league. I lean San Francisco in this game. I, I think they I have the goods to do it. I do as well. Might um, be Jeff Wilson instead of Eli Mitchell. And where are we on Debo? I have no idea. I just assume Debo's going to be there. Questionable. Yeah. Questionable. Yeah, I think Debo's going to play. You got the the season on the line. Did not practice Wednesday. Shit. If I was James if I was Hastie Debo Samble, I wouldn't practice back. on Wednesday either. Jamichael, what about Jeff Wilson? Mm, uh, he he tweaked up. Uh, He's dinged he too. These are the guys yeah. on my fantasy team. Well, there you yeah. go. All right, so so the the big one that everybody's looking forward to, but I'm not really sure what to make of it. Bills Bucks. I mean, this is as close to a stay away for me as could be possible this week. I just I don't see why. And again, maybe the right side is the Bills for this reason. Uh, the way these two teams match up, unless Josh Allen just torches them without a run game, because even as bad as Tampa's been up front stopping the run. I don't think they have what it takes to exploit no. that weakness. If they didn't run the ball last week, they're not going to run it. You're never going to run it. You know, like, I mean, only Belichick would do that. It's just freaking genius, um, that game plan. Don't tell Sean McDermott that. that make him upset. Yeah, yeah, salty. Uh, here's the deal. I wanted to bet Buffalo to make the playoffs, but I'm not sure I should do it now or wait and take the chance for them to lose like it. Uh, this I'd, game. I'd, let, I'd let them lose, and then they're going to get in. Yeah, but if they win, then they're going to be minus a lot of money. Yeah, you don't want to do that. Let them lose. Do you think the Do you think the bodies short week playing in the cold, then going down to Tampa and playing affects them? Uh, I I would think so. Um, but honestly, sometimes, and I've said this before, like when you're on a really shitty streak, sometimes it's nice to go on the road. I'm not even I'm not yeah. even joking. Like sometimes when you're at home, you almost feel like there's so much pressure that you're gonna, you know jump off sides on third down or somebody's going to throw a deflection early game and you know the sound of a crowd that's out of it and is like, I've had enough of this shit. And I think for the record, we're talking about Thursday night football. There's a high risk of that. Our hour tonight, y'all's last night in Minnesota this this uh, this evening. I just think it's one of those things where it's nice to get on the road. They'll welcome the warmth uh, and they'll see this as an opportunity. We've said this a couple times the last couple weeks. Uh, I'll say it again. Football is one of the only sports where 
you can look like shit for a span of two, three months and win one big game, and all of a sudden, uh, everybody takes you seriously, and you'll be back in the top five on all the power rankings. Like You just have to do it convincingly, and this is an opportunity. Yeah, I just look at it as an opportunity, too, for Brady to take yeah. it personal against Josh Allen and win the game, as he always does. Yeah. Find some kind of motivation, and uh, so I, I would take Tampa there. Rams, Cardinals, okay? You know, Cardinals got after him the first time. What's changed? Yeah. The Rams are worse. They're down Robert Woods. They're, uh, you know, Matt Stafford's beat up, and he got just fucking pummeled last week. Uh, I don't see why, for a team that's just terrorized people defensively, the Cardinals won't continue that trend, and I, I, I don't see why I wouldn't take the Cardinals, but maybe this is one of those games. Yeah, I, I, I think it's one of those deals, too. Uh, Scott and I have talked about this this week on, on our pod, Chris. Because people haven't seen Kingsbury and Kyler in the playoffs and be successful, they're not going to give them any credit. Right. And they're on this you know, mission just to keep pre- proving people wrong. And that's the one game I really want to see in the playoffs is Tampa at Arizona because I think that's everything at stake. Now, will we get it? Probably not. But I'm fascinated by that matchup. I think Arizona just does a great job with the matchups. Um, and that's why I lean Green Bay in the NFC because Green Bay, the first chance they saw them, they dominated them up front on, on both sides. Mm-hmm. And I'm interested to see if the Rams could do anything uh, differently on the defensive line. The, the Cardinals did whatever they wanted uh, in that first game. And I, it was really a shock to me because the Rams were off that win over Tampa and everybody was talking Super Bowl for them. So I, I stick with Arizona. They've been awesome against the spread and on the field you know as a result they're in the driver's seat for the one seed um i I think the rams got their work cut out for them ever since woods went down that offense is not the same uh so i'll take arizona at home only give it two and a half like that's a big spot to show out cardinals also have buda baker runs a four four five he's scored a touchdown he has scored a touchdown in his career we're going to point that out every time he comes up Let's give out some winners here and get Steve out okay. of here. I'm looking at, uh, I'll give one out first thing. You know what it's going to be because we talked about this last night. It's going to be Seattle-Houston over. It's sitting there just over 40. Uh, okay. I think the way Russell looked last week, I think he's starting to look healthy. I think he's playing for, like kind of like a like a coach that wants to get into the playoff. Like he's a quarterback that wants to be on your team next year. You know what I mean? Like whether it's the Giants, whether it's the Broncos, whether it's the Saints, whoever you're, he knows damn well what's going on right now. And the Texans, uh, I feel like have bottomed out a little bit, getting their asses kicked by the Colts like that last week. I think there's going to be points from the, from the Seahawks and Tyrod. We'll see. What number am I getting for Denver? Denver I think you're and getting Detroit. like 10 almost at this point. I think there's a bit of a, maybe ever got their booster shots this week in Detroit. Steve, I'm in a pool where you pick five games a week against the spread. So week, am I. I, I. I've never done well. 70-odd people. Week 14, I'm in first by two games. I'm at 63%. I want to thank you. I want to thank Chris. Um, I want to thank you now because there there are far too many weeks to go. It's gonna it's gonna go poorly. Yeah. But I took those Denver Broncos yesterday. Got to get them in Wednesday. Wednesday yeah. was yesterday. Yeah, that sucks. And the number was seven and a half. So yeah, I, no, no, it's good. Actually. I feel it's good. good. You took the Broncos. But okay. at ten, I might that that feels like a whole lot of points for the. It does feel like a Denver lot of points, Broncos. but there's probably a good reason that the line has moved like that. And okay. I feel like people might overreact and say, nobody watched the Lions and the Vikings unless you had money on or you have a soft spot for Dan Campbell. I have both. 
the Lions are not still not that good, and Denver is a physical football team. I just I think Denver here with with uh, with what the Lions telling you is probably going to roll. I'm going to go that those Cleveland Browns two and a half, Seattle Seahawks minus the seven and a half. Okay, and Arizona minus the two on Monday hey, night. Hey, can I say something? I love your bet, Seattle. Thank you. Minus seven oh, and a half. You. Love it. I think I'll probably do that in real life. Okay, Steve, you got any? Uh, since I said I'm taking the Lions every week, they have covered every week. I will take the Lions. Okay. All right. Um, I heard about the booster shots. <laughs> They're sick, dude. Something's going on there. Ah, uh, yeesh, the slate. <laughs> oh, you don't like the slate now, huh, Steve? This is NFL, Chris. Uh, I'll take the Niners. I complain about NFL slates, too. And but, I'll take Tampa. God, I like the Niners, too. Fuck. There's room. There, there's room on the bandwagon. There's room on the bandwagon. I'll tell you on San Francisco. I'm on again the uh, Seattle Houston over. And give me, man. I'm I'm thinking about the Raiders. It just makes too little sense to bet them. I like that. You know what I'm saying? Like it just makes too little sense. And all it takes is for the Chiefs to be off offensively. I think the Raiders can score with them. We got Waller. What about is Waller? Waller up? That's going to be the big key. Whoa. That's huge. I don't think he's we got know. a Q next to his name. Reed's back there trying to make a cue. He's throwing up gang signs back there. It's a circle with a fucking pinky coming out of it. It's, it's a really tough one. He's questionable. I'm going to stay away. Who's Get- starting at quarterback for the Giants? Oh. Could it be six foot eight, Sean Glennon? Don't, no, no, don't say Mike it, Reed. Don't say it, Reed. Don't say it, Reed. Don't say it, Reed. Oh, it's, it's a name we know from college recently. I think he was on Bill's practice squad. Uh, is it the guy? Is it the Georgia kid? It's Jake Fromm? It is Jake Fromm. Oh, people are going to try to kill him. <laughs> it is Jake Fromm. Uh, who are they playing again? The Chargers. Chargers defense might show up. Yeah. They're going to try to kill him. Oh, yeah. Give me the, give me the, give me the Chargers. Okay. I just, just give me the Chargers fade, Jake Fromm. I just realized that uh, he's still... He's still all right, cool. Awesome. Give me the Chargers. I, I don't even feel good about it, but I'm just going to fade fade Jake Fromm. They can't possibly score with the Chargers. You're right. Yeah, give me the Chargers. Mike uh, Williams and Keenan Allen are on the COVID list. That's also Oh, right. fuck me. Eckler, though. Come on, dude. Fucking pandemic. Uh, All right, fuck. I'll find a. I'll find a. This Falcons. Is a, this Falcons is to be like a, a starting to be like a quarterback draft or a fantasy <laughs> draft. Well, the fucked up thing is we're parking our cars in a lot of the same garages. Give me, who, 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 Kenneth Powell. Give me the the Raiders. Fuck it. Give there me you the go. Raiders. Awesome. Thank you, Fabian Moreau. <laughs> whatever, dude. Hey, don't don't whatever, dude. Come on. Tight end, bro. <laughs> Whatever. Don't we need to have a uh, a ceremony for the Coughlin Award? We do. Okay. Sure. Hope you guys have it set up. <laughs> Is this the... So it's been a long journey for the Coughlin Award. We started way back in September, maybe August. Seemed to go to Brock Bowers most weeks. A couple Matthew Mayers in there. Keaton Thompson. Michael. There was a... Whatever. <laughs> This is the greatest award in sports. Forget <laughs> college sports, sports in general. So we got that dumb Heisman where uh, a good quarterback's going to win it. But Coughlin here is, is something of a black box. We have no idea where you're going to go. 
and uh, the entire world is watching, and the floor is now yours, Stanford Steve, to give out the inaugural Coughlin Award. The 2021 Coughlin Award goes to Will Anderson from Alabama. Oh, yeah. Because he is the best player in college football. Yes. Wow. Yes. He is not going to New York City. Absolute dog. Had like 100 tackles, 15 sacks, whatever it was. The guy's a machine. I love that. I love that. Watch the tape. Give me him over Aiden Hutchinson. The numbers, the tape. I'll take him. Hey. Steve, sorry, Macon. Isn't that like patriotic music you just played? No, this is the graduation. This oh, it's graduation. Gradu- yeah. Okay, I thought we were going to war. I guess. No, no. <laughs> when we all, you know, you. <laughs> I was like, poor taste, Army Navy week, stolen valor. No, it's just graduating. I know you're not. You're not. I know. Too familiar with graduate this particular. Too. I know that's the music. layup. Well, yeah. fuck. I, yeah. All right. Well. Steve, that about does it, and this is uh, this is good. This it's not goodbye. I hate goodbyes. It's not goodbye. You're gonna see Macon uh, in February, uh, and if any of these Sunday nights that he feels like showing up and hanging out, what do you That's think? That's probably zero. So you guys say your goodbyes, and then I'm gonna let Steve go. One, just come for one Sunday. Not no. Why? <laughs> it's too late. As long as people know that at home, because I think some people think that I make uh, decisions based upon anything but your availability, and they're like, yeah, he's, he's Well, just... I was available, and you know, I did show up. I know you did, but... The, and then that, you reassigned me. Right, because I didn't have a co-host during the week as mm-hmm. a result, because you, you, you can't do all three pods. So, Steve, this is goodbye. I just want to say this. Thank you. You guys making Wednesday, I think it's February 23rd. I'll be in town. I expect those seats. Hey, I'm going to Africa. Oh, we're going to miss you, buddy. Steve, you will be at my place. <laughs> Steve's going to have to pull out now. <laughs> this is going to be fun. You'll finally get to meet Zoe Rabbit. Oh, this is uh, this Steve, is you can good. still use my guest house. Nah. Protect my family, okay? Steve, uh, Steve I love gonna you really and I'll miss you, you. We're going to let you go, Steve. And you have my, you have my phone number I'll if you ever want to talk. Night, Steve. I'll see you All Sunday right. night. We're going to have fun, Thank dude. you, guys. If you're in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, Tennessee, or Virginia, and you haven't yet tried the WinBet app, I've got great news for you. WinBet is now offering a 200% wager match for new users up to $1,500. That's just an incredible offer. WinBet is basically giving you double your first wager in free bets. Don't pass it up. Download the WinBet app today. Terms and conditions apply, must be 21 or older, and present in a state where WinBet is available. Gambling problem? In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And in Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Tennessee, y'all too. 1-800-889-9789. Au revoir, Steve. Au revoir. Bienvenido, Steve. Bonsoir. Adios. Side Jim. <laughs> oh. Ooh, did you hear that? What'd you say? Side Jim. Uh, anyhow. That's goodbye. That's Chinese. Yeah. Yeah. I'm fucking bilingual, dude. Try. I'm not saying all bi words, by the way. That was my joke. I think I said welcome. Oh, okay. Welcome, oh, Steve. okay. Got yeah. it. Got it. Yep.
Yeah. Hey, so we got some breaking news coming out from HBO. They got their trailer out for their new series, Winning Time, The Rise of the Lakers Dynasty. New series from Adam McKay, the director of Anchorman, Talladega Nights, and The Big Short. Stars John C. Riley as Jerry Buss. You guys in or no? I'm in, dude. I, I trust John C. Riley. Will Ferrell wanted that gig. Adam McKay didn't give it to him. Really? Yeah, they talked about that. Adam McKay's talked about that in public. Wow. It's been a falling out. Falling These, out, huh? Adam McKay and Will Ferrell, they're, they're best buddies, or they were best buddies. Wow. Yeah. They were. That's crazy. Oh, my God. Reality imitates art. Mm. It's just like the, the Talladega Nights situation. They it, broke up. John C. Riley and Will Ferrell. It's uh, LA, LA Times, is that right? Vanity Fair. Vanity Fair. Adam McKay details his professional split from Will Ferrell. So yeah, it's, it's not a John C. deal, but John C. did, I'm sure did John take the C. gig and from Will his buddy. Are, I don't know. How do you think that works? You think you, you think those two are cool? Probably money. Probably so. money's on. Yeah, well, I hope so. There's some other cool casting decisions in that show. You got Adrian Brody as Pat Riley, Wood Harris, who you might remember from yep, The Wire, Wood, Wood as Harris Spencer from the Haywood. Shop. Yeah, yep. in The Wire. Yeah, and Jason Segel as Paul Westhead. Jason Siegel, he's the guy from uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Forgetting yeah. Sarah Marshall. So That's the cringiest scene I've ever seen, but the movie's pretty funny. I love that movie. Paul uh, Rudd. Yeah. Uh, actually, speaking of movies, you guys want to do a little bit of sports it, movie trivia and yeah. then some mailbag? Hell yeah, I do. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So I, I have to tell a story. Once upon a time, I really wanted to work at ESPN. And so... Um, Ryan Rosillo's calling. <laughs> speaking of that. Hey, Rye. How's the gang? How's your brood? Hey, we're on the uh, we're we're on the green light pod. Oh, nice! I want to check in on the family. I was wondering how Santa was doing. If he was going to be able to come through this year, if he needed anything. Santa's not real, Ryan. Goggles. <laughs> hey, Mike, you got something to say to your friend? Hey, Rise, Kindle, dead or alive? You know, it's unbelievable because um, I didn't I didn't think there was any chance he was dead. But again, you know, when I think of the foundation of the show, all the bricks that have been laid. You know, if you take away the father-son dynamic, that is the foundation. I mean, that's the plot. Those are the pourings. Those are the, depending if it's sand work, the pilings that you have to drill. Mm. So <laughs> to take that away, I think it would shift to a Tom and Shiv show, which I'm all for because I enjoy Tom a lot. But I just, I'm not quite there. And I think what people are doing, and this is my guess, is that I've read a couple of the reviews and I think they're kind of playing the results. Like all of a sudden now, because he looked over a balcony or because he took a bath or because he took a bath with no water, that this is all like some arts. Those are some real seed planting deals long term. And I don't know if you're writing that stuff into season one, if you're baking it into season one to pay off at the end of season three. But again, you know, a lot of my shows haven't picked up yet, so maybe I'm doing it wrong. Yeah, well, that that's giving Succession a lot of fucking credit, well, I think. Succession is phenomenal, I, Chris. I think now I'm personally rooting against it. It's kind of like Harden never winning the finals because I have so much time. <laughs> you don't like Harden? That. I've never heard that. I know, I know. I hope I he's alive, like, too. I, you should see Harden? The times I don't, you should see the times I don't hit send on Harden takes where I go, are you going to do another one? Like, I've self-edited enough where I go, wait. You're watching him again, and you just get annoyed, and you're going to post another Harden video? Like, just relax today. Sometimes like, I just on. I just go look at Ryan's mentions. Uh, it's some of the most critical. His listeners, they are really, like, tough love people. Oh, NBA God, Twitter is tough. Yeah, especially mine, but it's iron sharpens iron. Yeah, know? that's good. That's good. We got a lot of that that's going here, I mean. so. Hey, real quick, make it. You big Taysom Hill guy, I bet. 
No, fuck you. <laughs> oh, why would you say that? No, I'm not. <laughs> oh, he hung up. He hung up. Oh, he's funny. That was a good performance by him. It's always, it's always a performance with him. Very performative guy. <laughs> not a genuine bone in his body. You were telling a story? Yeah, so I, uh, they call you if you want to be like a PA at ESPN, and they fire off a bunch of sports trivia at you. Yeah. So I'm a fourth year at the university, and they, they call at about 8.30 a.m., which might as well be 5.30 a.m., and it's like, who won the Heisman six years ago? And I'm all like, Mm. Dan Marino? <laughs> they really put you through yeah, this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At any rate, didn't get, a, didn't get a job offer. Related, I stumped the Schwab. So if they're going to be asking their, you know, their prospective employees to know stuff like this, the Schwab needs to know stuff like this. And I'm not taking a shot at the Schwab, but I'm just t- I met him. And I'm pretty sure being the Schwab has got to be annoying as fuck. Even today. Like, he's just checking out at the grocery store. Guys like, who won the husband? Who's the last player to win the husband twice? Mm-hmm. Like, he's like, fuck, I, I, I know that one. Okay, uh, but I stumped him two times in a row. Just let the record show. You know what the question was? One of them. No. Who stopped work done on the one yard line nice. in nineteen ninety five? Just pains me to bring that up right now. Adrian Burnham. Adrian Brody. Go ahead. Uh, trivia, sports trivia. All right. So I'm going to ask you guys a couple of sports trivia questions. I'll direct it to one of you, and then if you get it wrong, the other person can get a chance. So Chris, you first. Um, this is to see if I'm like concussed from this you, booster to see exactly how many brain cells you have remaining. <laughs> what day is it? I already failed the what day is it? All right, well, let's, <laughs> let's start. literally they used to ask you that. Like, <laughs> what, where are we? I was like, and then when the stadium changes, this is a fucked up thing before you get to the trivia. If you get dinged, like your doctors, your team doctors might ask you where you are and say the stadium changed. Like, Joe say you're in Santa Clara and I'm like, I'm in San Francisco. They're like failed. It's unfair. Okay? It's hard rock now. But yeah, dude. It's an unfair question. Go ahead. I mean, I would ask you the date, but you never know the date. So. It's the ninth. <laughs> there we go. Is it? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. All right. Blind squirrel. All right, Chris, what actor played running back Julian Washington in any given Sunday? Oh, was it um, it's, uh, LL Cool J? Correct. Yeah. Oh, obviously. Nice. So is it Rankin's turn now? Yeah. So oh, Chris great. has a point. All right, uh, Macon. So far, not concussed. What was Mr. T's character's name in Rocky Three? Um, um. Oh my God, dude! Apollo Creed. Incorrect, Chris. Yikes. You want to steal? Yikes! Is yeah. that a character's name in those no, films? Yeah, it is, but it's not him. Um, <sighs> feel like this could be a you know. And for the record, I'm sure I knew this at some point, but today is rough. <laughs> I feel like it could be a uh, Mr. T situation. Can I phone a friend? Sure, you can use your phone to phone a friend. You have to choose one friend from your phone book, though. William Hayes. Okay. No, I'm not going to really call him. I don't know what the fuck. The, the... All right, it was Clubber Lang. Clubber Lang! Oh, yeah, 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 I've heard of that. Never seen any of them. Not <laughs> right. one second. A couple more. Uh, Chris, in draft day, Kevin Costner plays Sonny Wheeler Jr. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> Which team was he the general manager for? Oh, the Texans. I know that. Oh, oh. Want to steal it? Whoa, whoa. Steal, steal. Can I steal? Steal. I'd like to steal. Cleveland Browns. Ding, oh, ding, ding. Dude. All right, we got a tie. <laughs> Woo! Haven't seen that one either. Club, All right, Megan. Lang. Good Some sort of gracious. genius. Other than Shaquille O'Neal, name a basketball player that appeared as an actor in Blue Chips. Woo, 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 woo. Penny Hardaway. Penny Hardaway. Woo, woo. Taking the lead. 
Nice. Boom. All right, Chris. Which former NBA star played the role of pilot Randy Murdoch in Airplane? Oh. <laughs> Fuck me running, dude. I don't know. Kareem. Yeah, God, that's right. Yeah. Good shit, dude. Son of a bitch. I know he had a foray into Hollywood. All right, makes tall what guy that Kareem. I knew that one. How do they do the shots with him? Are you sure? Think about that. Tom Cruise and Kareem can't be in the same movie. Shoes won't do it. Well, they were seated in the plane. Um, yeah, well, that's the only role he can take with, you know, self-conscious actors. All right, uh, one or two more. Macon, what is the last name of the character Danny who plays the caddy in Caddyshack? Oh, fuck. I know this. My dad. Noonan. Noonan yes. is correct. Let's Noonan. go. All right, Chris, if you can get this last one right, you Let's guys Let's go, tie. bitch. <laughs> Making all text. What if like your doctor just hours, stood saying, over you, bleep, testing bitch. you for a concussion? Let's go, bitch. Go ahead. All right. What's the name of Will Ferrell's ABA team in oh, semi-pro? The 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 Flint Tropics. Correct. Are you sure that's right? Yes. He's gonna tropic singular. It's whatever, dude. All right. We got a tie. You want a tiebreaker? Yeah, I'd love a tiebreaker. I'd like to tie. I'd like to tie. You don't want to lose to Booster Chris, do you? No. I don't. How about a tie? Nah. Gentleman's tie. I'll, I'll give you a deal here. Fucking deal of your life. Okay. Offer you. Offer you can't refuse. Godfather. Offer you can't refuse. Okay. Come and offer you can't refuse. Okay. You pick this deal. There's 75 nothing tonight. <laughs> I'll let you tie this trivia. No deal. No. We'll go to a tiebreaker. No, we'll go to a tiebreaker. Yeah. All right. Um, now, is this still one and one, or what's the deal? Do we have to buzz? What's going on? Man, shout out the answer. If you hurry know up it. and give us a fucking question. <laughs> All right. In the, <laughs> shut the fuck up, VL. <laughs> <laughs> in the movie Tin Cup, what club does Kevin Costner oh! say is his favorite? Shout it if you know it. Oh, wait. Shout it. Yep. What if I'm wrong? Then you don't get to shout again. I'd rather write it down. Can we write Can it we down? Can we both pass? No, I just I, want to say this. I Give me guess. another ball. Has to be one of the best scenes in movie history. I want to guess. That's my attitude on Sunday. <laughs> That's How are we my attitude do this? on Sunday. Give me another ball. I'm going to guess. Money line. Maximum risk. But then if I'm wrong, he has to guess too. No. But why do I have to guess first? I think we can both agree to pass. I'm, I would like to guess. Have at it, Hoss. Now, if I get this wrong, do I lose? No, we, okay. but we just go until we win. Okay, seven iron. Bing, 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 Let's bing. Let's go! Let's go, bitch! We're going you just, to the you middle know, school no, and hold beat, on. Up, beat up on some middle schoolers. You just, you get out of bed every day, and you put one foot in front of the other, and you and you hydrate, and I know you just got out of bed, but you get good sleep, you hydrate, and you just keep going, and sometimes good things happen, you know? Just keep going out there. Just keep going. Keep knocking. Keep knocking on that door until it breaks down. Keep knocking. Nothing great was ever achieved without Ralph enthusiasm. Waddell, fucking Emerson, I'm with you. You got some mailbag and we'll get out of here. Danny McVT asked, things you, you got thought, questions. things you thought were cool as a kid that you cannot stand as an adult. Power Rangers. I'm not a big fan of the Power Rangers. I used to love the Power Rangers. I never liked the Power Rangers. A good answer. People were wiping my ass for me. Not so cool. When you get when you get to that stage, you're like, it's time to time to pack it in. 
I guess hope. <laughs> you don't think hope's cool? You're right. Thank you. Hope can hurt. That's right. Hope's dangerous. Hope can hurt. Let me tell you something, my friend. Hope is a dangerous thing. Hope can drive a man insane. All right, Liz Knighton asks, any update on Waylon's American Ninja Warrior training? Oh, yeah, he did a flip. He did a flip at uh, Jump here locally. Jump is like a big uh, trampoline park. Shout out Chris Crater, our dude. He did like an effortless front flip. I couldn't do a flip. I can't dive off a diving board, dude. Like a real dive, like hands first, pink, you know, tips of your fingers first. My family makes fun of me, dude. Hmm. Yeah. It's How hurtful. does that make you feel when they make fun of Not you? Not bad. Sure. Yeah. Sure, it's not like a tough guy exterior, little <laughs> facade you're trying to put on. No, but really the thing that's more confounding is like how to dive. I'm more like, guys, I know it's fucking, it's escaping yeah. me right now. But don't you just go, f- go I, in? <laughs> supposedly I kind of either go straight down or like out, straight out. I can't oh, I'd dive. give you credit for the straight and down. I definitely can't do a flip, so my kid's off to a good start. Yeah, I'd worry about the head and neck. I feel like Waylon is like a damn, a dirt bike like BMX mountain climbing guy. We're not going to do any wingsuit stuff. The minute he talks about wingsuits, I'm cutting him off financially. Just go live, go live in the street, buddy. You know, I have a connection uh, to Travis Pastrana if you want me to hook you, you all up. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So real estate for him? Well, I couldn't talk about that if that were true, but no, uh, I, in, uh, in college, I was in the uh, Taco Bell drive through lane and the person said, you look like Travis Pastrana. <laughs> Uh, and I, I, I didn't, I didn't, don't know if I knew who that was at that time. That's funny. Right when you said his name, I was like, damn, Macon kind of looks like him. Do you really look like him? I yeah. don't even know what he, what he looks like. Brad Mueller asks, <laughs> if you had to live in a state other than Virginia, which state would you choose? Maine. Wow. Easy. Maine. On the water in Maine. Fuck. Find me a little bay. I don't I think, even like water. I think the idea of Central California, because if I ever move, Denver for sure, like major city Denver. Ah. But if I, right, Reed? Cowboy. It'd be awesome. Would you move with me if I went to Denver? Probably if we could live uh, like outside uh, of Denver. Okay. Reed, I got to advise you to not agree to anything without speaking with an agent. Hey, um, no, probably Denver, but I always think about Central California, and it sounds like a really good idea, because if I were to ever leave Virginia, that would mean, like, I'm just so fucking tired of shit, I want to go, like, read Leaves of Grass, and wow, and my kids will, like, bathe in a creek. I hear, I hear, but there's, like, I hear NorCal and SoCal a lot. Murder Mountain. There's I don't hear much of, about Central California. There's a bunch of pasta, pasta, white rasta. Do you have a city for us? No. A city or two? You got those big trees. Oh, the Redwoods. Probably live near those. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Maine, just too cold for me. Oak5 asks, are you a fan of candy canes? No. You know, Oak5, not really. And it's uh, it's Christmas, and we are one of the top Christmas sports and pop culture pods. Uh, around. Around. Uh, but we're not candy cane people. Not, a, not really a... Um, yeah, no. I'm not offended by them. No. But I wouldn't choose to put now, one. Now, if you gave me, like, if, if I was at a function and you need a little, like, uh, just in case your breath stinks. Oh, yeah. You grab one of those one things. Of those mini just, ones. Yeah, the mini ones, but don't, uh, cane. There's, like, no adult should be eating a candy cane. If I see an adult eating a candy cane, I'm just smack it out of their hand. What the fuck are you doing? Y'all take care. 
See y'all. TickPick should be your first choice to buy football tickets because they save fans money by never charging any service fees ever. Visit TickPick.com. That's T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K. Got rid of all the service fees that the other sites charge. TickPick guarantees the best prices on all of their NFL games. If you can find better prices for the same seats on another ticket site, TickPick will give you 110% of the difference in the purchase price. If you're like me and you can't wait to get back into an NFL stadium, visit TickPick.com. 